0: of me me doing the robot. They anyway. can't see
1: us at the moment because I don't know if someone's in the back.
2: Yeah, yeah, they can see you.
1: Oh, wow. I don't have a picture to turn ta- the thing off. Hello, everyone. Hi.
2: Hi. Hi. Oh,
1: that was so bright and lovely. You are now listening to... The I am your host, Shanae Anise, and of course, I have the wonderful leadership of Torque New York, starting with
0: Pastor Nathan Cassis. Hello, friends. Great to be with you tonight. Dr. Tony Cassis, a.k.a. Master
1: Pastor. (laughs) And Dr. Robin Cassis. Well, first of all, may I ask, because these portals will be used in your classes, so let me know if I have to be a little bit more professional, um. or can I? Okay, wonderful. Okay, what's gonna we have anyway. Crystal
2: on, too. Hi, Black. Crystal.
1: Um, with that being said, we have a lot to talk about. But we're just going to channel it into one topic because the Lord can talk to us when we're listening. But we're going to ask him, what is he saying? What is the thread of what he's (laughs) saying today and tonight, okay, for you lovely Portals listeners? If you're not in kingdom emotions, ask the Lord to give you a kingdom emotion about it, okay? That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say anything else, all right? Condemning you is not a kingdom emotion, so I won't participate in that.
2: I won't say I told you so. And I won't say I
0: told you so. It's definitely not from the kingdom.
1: But the compassion stirring up within me. <laughs> she's compassionate for you. <laughs> yes. To not miss out. Exactly. There so you go. She's impassioned
0: to warn you.
1: Exactly. It's yeah. leading me to action to tell you that you there should be go. in this class. There we go. But... Alongside of that class, we, of course, had Sunday service, which was taught by Pastor Tony. Yes. Master Pastor Tony. Congratulations, by the way. I don't know if I officially told you that. Thank you so much, you and
3: thank you for all your support from my wife and the team. They really encouraged me to go for it, and here it is. I've finally earned a doctorate. Right. The Lord. Of what? Theology. Theology. Oh, the study so, of God. I've got a D.T.H., yeah, wow. Before my name. Whenever. Wow. Do you I feel any different? Probably will never use it, but anyway, we'll see what the Lord does. <laughs>
1: Has your emotions changed since you had that picture yeah, now that I you're Yeah, I think a doctor? so. I think
3: my picture's enlarged a bit, yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Good. I think
0: we've, we uh, actually talked to him this week and we said, now you can afford to go ham at the pulpit. Ooh. Go ham. Go ham. Yeah, I think so. That means... No more making excuses.
2: Please forgive me <laughs> for being for, truthful. I don't want uh, to
0: offend you. No, you need to offend Heighten emotions. Offend my me. mind so you can get to my
3: heart. Uh, mm. really? Yeah. Wow. there's farting words. <sighs>
1: <laughs> no, uh, Pastor Tony is definitely well-deserved, man. I never... Sorry for all my other pastors, but... These pastors take the icing on the cake on that one, but I just always thank you for your leadership and your honesty from the pulpit and you. your transparency from the pulpit because it has definitely sowed some healing and a new excitement for the word that I'm working towards. And, really, and diving it's good into to it. get
2: get excited about the word. Yes, Shania, because. We we we're adding to the word all over the place at the moment <laughs> right. and, and it it's making me want to cry because yeah. it's like you think, Oh well, these guys are on fire for God and I'm not judging them. But then they bring out some unbelievable doctrine and you go, Wow. Okay, I just gotta scrap everything now. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really sad. Yeah.
1: And speaking of pictures, Paris Tony, you definitely have a way of delivering the word with such a unique picture. It's like we can see, like, oh, my gosh, I really see that happening now when you say it, even though it's like you're literally reading a word. It's just the way the Lord has blessed you to give us a picture with that um, so that it lands. So,
3: Thanks, Thank Janaya. Thank you and, for that. Um, I was reminded this afternoon of a certain picture that you <laughs> imprinted on my mind concerning <laughs> kingdom emotions. Yes. And believe me, that's an indelible picture in my mind now for the rest of my life. <laughs> I hope my picture back was not too horrific. No, 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 no. What we're it talking about is um, uh, <laughs> Pastor Nate great, has been oh gosh, teaching us so, talented. so much in-depth study on emotions and how they're placed in the kingdom and that, for years and years and years, we've been told to in many ways deny our emotions because God's not emotional, right? Well, the truth of the matter is that the Lord himself is spirit, soul, and body, just like he created us. And so he has emotions, he laughs, he cries, he he gets angry. Um, but all of that is based on his goodness, not on human weakness like we have to um, you know, siphon out. So based on that, I don't know if you want me to kick off. Is this the right time?
0: Yeah, share on the need for revelation. You're, yeah. you're, so that ties Ma- in with emotion. We need revelation to facilitate godly emotion.
3: Well, last week after your first class, which was just, a, you know, mind-blowing, and then tonight, but last, last week you brought out about how God's intention is... Is really what the prophetic is all interwoven in. You now, what Nate was explaining to us was that prophecy is God's way of describing or telling us His good intentions for us, His plans for us. And so, when um, when when Pastor Nate said that last Wednesday night, and I was attending his class, um, something in me got sort of stirred up because he said. That um, those good intentions are the basis for our faith, okay? And so, it made me think about faith in general. We talk about um, our works or God, God's works, and if we don't get a revelation from God about what His intentions are, then we're we're engaging in our own works because we're assuming. <laughs> And so last Sunday, I was sharing with the body here in in Talk New York that prophecy is literally God's way of being the author and the finisher of his works in our life. Um, And my example was with Abraham and and Sarah and how they had this good idea that, you know, um, Hagar would be a surrogate mother for the promised seed. Well, the only problem with that is God was not in it. And so when Abraham um, wanted God to use Ishmael as the promised seed, the Lord very um, sort of decisively said, no, I will establish my covenant with Isaac who will come from your wife Sarah. So my point was this, if if we don't get a revelation from God, about his will and his plan and what he wants us to do, then everything else is self-effort. Only, God only backs what he starts, what he actually begins. And so the prophetic is God's way of being the author and the finisher of the prophetic word or, or his works. And so if you haven't got a revelation from God about his will or about what he wants you to do, then you are you are running the risk of doing your own works. And therefore, that's why there's confusion, there's frustration, and all of this stuff gets, you know, packed on the process because all the while you're unsure whether you're doing God's works or your own. Now, it's a very vast subject because as you know, revelation comes in so many ways. It comes through dreams. It comes through prayer. It comes through the prophets, prophecy. And a combination of these things, in whichever way God wants to mix it together, he, he will let his mind be known. And this is why not one person in the body has the whole revelation about anything. Otherwise, we, we wouldn't need each other. So God will give a prophet most of it. Then he'll give you some of it as a confirmation. And then there might be other witnesses to that in the body, whether it be, you know, people that are leadership or whatever. God has ways of confirming his good intention for us. And he wants it to be that way so that we are relying on the whole body and not just ourselves. Because you mentioned tonight, you know, even in the journaling, the potential for deception gets greater if you don't share your journal. You know, if you get off track a little bit and and it goes uncorrected, that can be a really big, big mistake, you know, if you leave it unattended. So, again, the point that we made on Sunday was um, unless you've got the revelation from God on what his intentions are, then you're more than likely in your own works, And therefore, God can't back it. God does not want to bless Ishmael ministry.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that out Sunday because that was one of the questions I was drawing out or attempting to draw out at our last portal. But we weren't on that subject at the moment. But your your word kind of gave some clarity to the question of like, again always asking like wait is this part this work that i'm doing right now part of what the lord wants to do and i feel like that's a part where i tend to stumble and and i think the center of that stumbling could be of me not going back to the lord constantly at every move to say lord is this how i should do it instead of making the assumption to say well you said to have a business, so then therefore do all the business things you should be doing. You know what I mean? It's like, but wait. Like, not. you don't need to do everything at once, or you might not need to do it that way because the Lord has a different way for you. So that helps. That definitely answered my question from the last week um, portal as well. So
3: thank you for that. So the, the question about, look, some, some saints believe that f- walking by faith is, is hard. Only if our understanding of what faith is is wrong the reason why i say that is i mentioned on sunday as well that when we had our spiritual eyes open to believe on the lord jesus that was the work of god that was not our work god opened our eyes god planted a seed of faith in christ jesus in our hearts and then we participated in that revelation and we ended up you know confessing our sins and asking Christ to be our Lord and Savior this is what Paul means by you're saved by grace through faith not of your own work it's the gift of God right so that puts the emphasis on God doing the work and so I said on Sunday the same thing the way we were saved was by God's grace it's his work And then every act of faith after that is also God's work. So the real labour is hearing God correctly. That's the real labour. Because once you've heard God correctly, God does the rest. You see? If you've heard God, then, because I often pray this prayer, I say, Lord, what do you want to put in my heart to believe for? Because I know if he puts it in my heart, then he's gonna give me the ability to believe for it. And if he's gonna give me the ability to believe for it, he's gonna supply everything that I need to make it a reality after I start believing for it. In fact, I, I know I've said this many times before, the Lord did it with our apartment, the Lord did it with our car, he's done it when we've traveled overseas, you know, I've had the Lord say to me, "Go to the like." I was waiting on a a, a visa stamp on my passport in 2017, or 2015 in Malaysia. I forgot to get my passport st- uh, stamped with my visa, and so when Pastor Wendell and I got to the airport, yeah. I couldn't get on the plane. Wendell could, could get on the plane, but I couldn't. Mm. And I spent an extra week in Malaysia. And I remember when I put my passport in. They gave me an email uh, to, you know, to use to inquire about how long it would be before my passport would be available. And to this very day, I haven't got an email telling me your passport's ready. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> so the, the, the day that I was expecting it to come, the Lord said, "Don't, don't wait, just go to the office where you're supposed to pick it up and it'll be there. And I'm thinking, Lord... Am I hearing this right? You want me to go without me getting the email? And he said, go. And sure enough, I was the first one there. And it was there. And I was on a flight that very night back wow. to the U.S. So, again, he started, he starts the faith, he finishes the faith. Yeah,
1: I think, first of all, let me get you. Also, I think that's what, now I think about it, just even on my own journey, that's what makes me insecure because I start to take it into my own hands in my work. And then I get insecure about it and then be like, Lord, what else should I be doing? And freaking out when it's like, wait, I didn't even go back to you. My bad. I'm sorry, Lord. Lord, what shall we do in the next step? You know? And that I know we get wrapped up, but I love what you just said too about like our understanding of faith is also something to look into. But man that that word was good the uh guys is still up on facebook if you guys want to check it out play it back regurgitate it we were talking about the regurgia swallow it chew it get the nutrients to bring it back up it's also uh, available
0: um in our new app yes and also on youtube the full service we only put the sermon on the app but the worship there was a powerful moment in worship uh yes. prophetic songs yeah that was wonderful so yes. When are you going to? I'm believe? also
3: blessed because the app has the audio only if you need you need it. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Because I've been bugging Nate about <laughs> getting it all up on Spotify yes. because when I'm driving around, I can't look at the video. I can yeah. only listen to the to the audio. So now I can do that. You can do it.
0: Well, well um, I really
3: like the app, by the way, Nate. Shania. Yes, praise
0: God. Shania is great too. She part of her part of her. Um, job My, description as well right. as being a host and facilitating other things when she works here she's great to, to go in and she takes all the sermons and she form, you know, form forms them into you know a podcast and so, when you listen, it's because of her hard work
3: oh, thanks.
0: and making sure up to today, record Shanae,
3: everything. to I haven't had a First of all, podcast. the last
0: two
1: Sundays been S. R. A. and something else. Oh, so, no. we
0: get that's the right great. picture. <laughs> get
1: the right picture, Pastor Tony. What were you been doing the last three Sundays? No, um, but that's why we had events. But um, yeah, I think this one was was. I mean, I believe the next few things coming out, especially from the pulpit especially if it's on threads of the courses, it's definitely going to be interesting (laughs) to say as far as like life-giving in a sense to deal with. I
0: just want to say one thing about the course. Um, I'm not teaching things that people don't already know. and um, Well, I think anyway. But what I said from the Holy Spirit tonight is, and he revealed to me, I'm teaching like a lot of the stuff I'm teaching, people might already know. But what I'm teaching is a different way to apply it. Because they might have been applying it as a theoretical kind of framework for belief. But now I'm teaching how to apply it to guiding your emotions. So it's like that prism of truth. It's like the truth that goes through the prism and it comes out many different facets and colors, you know? But,
2: but I think you're teaching it from a different angle. Um, Praise God. You're teaching from emotions. When yes. I taught from abiding in Christ, it I was taught... intimacy and... Yes yes, yes, yes. The principle of having Christ live within you for everything, not just for your emotions, but for everything. So it's basically when you say people know it, it's because they know the principle of abiding in Christ. And so but you, it's like you're zoning in on, on one specific area, whereas I taught the overall.
0: Yeah, and I'm so thankful you did because everything we learn is always about coming back to that reality of abiding, you know? And I just wanna plug, um, we might be able to put it on Talk TV as a single session for those that aren't doing the course but need to have that kind of tool, Shania, pastor robin just literally opened up so many keys um with myself tonight on he- healthy journaling culture and relational journaling and i'm telling you that doesn't get taught in the church Okay. it doesn't you know even in these prophetic circles it's just go and hear god you know and we gave a good seven points on how to keep journals about conversation um, to not allow journals to become teaching moments but actually allow them to be relational moments. Yeah. You know, and I love what you said at the end, um, Dr. Robin, where you said it's a love letter. It is. You don't teach in a love letter. No.
3: <laughs> you receive. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, jeez.
3: It was so good, like, seriously, Pastor, what you shared about because... Uh, um, with, with some of our students' permission, we, we read out some journals and they were really precious journals. But Dr. Robin was able to find that thread where where the, the child of God goes from being a son or a daughter to servant and then even slave. You know what I'm saying? So it was really interesting because yeah, I she, know... She
0: said, right, here he, you start out as child. <laughs> and ra- straight away now we've gone back into servant. Because straight away you've gone from what God is doing and what God is showing you about Himself. <coughs> Excuse and, me. And now you've now you've gone into what the end now you've you've the focus is all on what the enemy's doing. Yes. And, and, now, I you're said and now you're a servant, and then now you're a beggar. Yeah. And then maybe you'll come back and to being a son Daniel by the last preaching paragraph. preaching to yourself. Yeah. Exactly. It was, it was so good. I, I think so the good. the biggest key
2: for me was um, these these words that people are skipping over. Yes. What God says about when he says, I'm excited, you know, um, you wouldn't think that God would say he's excited. Excited for what? Yes, excited to go on the journey with you. But also he was excited about the cross with his son.
0: Yeah,
2: wow. You see, he was excited about that because... Um, It really comes down to why is he excited? I'll tell you why he's excited. He's getting his family back. Mm. Mm. We're coming home, saints.
0: We're coming home.
2: That's the greatest excitement God can have, He's getting his family back.
0: And what I loved about the clarity that we brought to the students was that um, we moved the students out of talking about God. Yeah. You know, I said to the students, you can't, in a love letter, talk about God. It's about talking to God, Yeah. you know. And he doesn't want to talk about you. He wants to talk to you. And a lot of the time we let God talk about us in our journals, telling us. And this is where we move into that religious kind of let me teach you about the right thing to do and let me teach I think you about that's
3: my style of journaling. yeah and, it,
0: and, and and it does come very very succinctly easily to leaders because we move into teaching moments very quickly and where we where we want to get taught about God but it's about talking to God and so um, because the course builds on journals each week it's very important you know so we established a really really good I believe, foundation and framework and i love what i love what dr robbins said where she's like if you read your journals half your journals things don't need to be said that are being said (laughs) like you know what i'm saying (laughs) like and so later on in the course we actually have a challenge where we go from five pages to one page and then we'll go from one page to two paragraphs to one paragraph to literally one sentence And I said to the students before you arrived, I said, "Unfortunately, Mm. our heart is not ready to hear the one sentence. Mm. So God will allow the multiple sentences. But I want to get to the the place. I want to get to the place where He can be one sentence. Yeah. And my heart is secure in that.
2: I think it has to come to uh, we again." talking about this we talk for god mm. instead of to god
3: yeah we do wow. wow i think i need some of the other kind of medicine i think my journals are too short but that's probably for another subject another time
0: but it'll grow but i would just encourage every person with dr robin's permission i'd love to put that on talk tv because it's such a needed resource yes of encouraging people around yes. prophetic journaling even if you're outside the course, you can actually just take this single session and apply it to your personal journaling. I've been journaling for years, like years. Mm -hmm. But even the tools that we gave tonight, I'm gonna implement because in the course, I'm someone that can journal like five, 10 pages and just keep going. But having the limitations and having those boundaries that were put in place, I believe it really helped to deepen my journaling culture Mm because it's a culture, journaling is a culture. Um, with the Lord and it really got down to the deep stuff that God wanted to say. Mm. And um, I actually even shared one of my journals with the students and I, I showed them the progression in the conversation and I showed them the thread and I say, look, the Lord just needed to say this one thing. That's all he was saying, the one thing. The one thing. The one thing. The one yeah. thing and that's all I needed to, you know, kind of focus yeah. right. on and, and hold on to. Right. And I even in my journal started to move into teaching moments and the Lord had to bring me out and go, no, right. this is not a teaching moment. <laughs> <laughs> so. Teaching's on Sunday. <laughs> I think
2: it, maybe another key can be, if we think about this, another key is those, those words. Those words that wouldn't come off your lips about you. Oh,
1: yeah, I love what you yet, said.
2: And yet um, they come off God's lips. Now, people would say, well, is, you know, I thought journaling was something, we, we, you know, you just keep writing. Well, it's not automatic writing, so you don't do that. You're involved, and God takes your thoughts and He writes through them, you see. But the thing is here with this is that the, those words He sneaks in he sneaks those words like I'm excited yeah. yeah. you see there are other words that he said in the journal yeah
0: there's that like I'm excited one of the ones that he used in my journal was um, I long for you long. to have this understanding like you know um, I'm impassioned
2: yeah you know there's another
0: word yeah. or just revealing his heart
2: yeah yeah and uh, and that that is something. Okay, you're journaling, and if you just read it back, you go, "I wouldn't write that." You snuck that one in, God. (laughs) And and I think that could be far more exciting if that was the case, because uh, you know, would you write, "I'm excited"? You probably wouldn't, because you probably weren't at that place where you could get that revelation to understand that God is actually saying he's excited.
1: Yeah. I love what you guys said um, as well about just the... One thing I guess what I took out of what you said in a summary, especially when you're saying, like, he's not going to always or just keep telling you everything the enemy is doing, and I fall... Well, into that—that—that
2: that, that is really concerning me because a lot of prayer, a lot of journals that i read, start with God, you know, mm-hmm. jump Satan. and then we jump in straight to Satan and what yeah. he's doing. No, he—he's got to be the last. He can't be the first. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that helped me so much see that because. I was like, I wrote in a sub note and I told uh, Pastor Nate this um, after class and I was like, wow, it's, it's like when I see that thread, it's almost saying I know his, Satan's character more than I know my own Lord's character.
3: That's uh, very true because mm-hmm. um, Dr. Robin was sharing in, in the course that the journal reveals a lot about who you or how you perceive God to be how you perceive yourself to be and how you perceive the enemy to be and all of that is mixed together in you know a few paragraphs of journaling and that's why it's good to have somebody who's a leader or someone that's you know you're accountable to to look through it find a thread in case that mixture gets a little bit detrimental to your relationship with god
0: and i think this is really important to mention even leaders of you know seniority that have been journaling for years they need to get we still need to get our journals checked i'm constantly getting my journals checked and this is something that we we learn in the course because the way i phrased it tonight was it's the it's a part of the puzzle piece but it's not the full puzzle piece and so the god's not going to reveal all of himself to you and you alone no, the because body. he has to come through the body because when you're so zoomed into a situation or circumstance or when you're so, so slow, close, yeah. you're very, very, like, so zoomed in, you can't see the bigger effect. Yeah. So you need someone outside, not emotionally tied, not emotionally involved yeah. like you would be, looking in to give you the outward perspective, you know? And so many times in our journals we get so zoomed in that and this is where the enemy brings in a lot of deception because we think that our our way, our our perspective is the only one. And then we start to change it from relationship to direction, and then the direction leads us astray. And and when it's
2: and when you get in that dangerous position of being the only one, it's very, very dangerous. Yes. But it's more than that. It's like very it's very stale. Yes. It's, it, it's like it's stagnant. Uh, you need someone to inject into it to bring life to it. Yeah. It's like that first breath, and then yeah. you need the second breath.
1: Can you guys, one thing, you kind of touched on this, but I just want to clarify um, this one question as well. Like, um, what, knowing the Scriptures and journaling i know you were kind of mentioning like you know you don't want to be using that as a teaching moment but do you do you think or no or however you want to answer this um knowing the scriptures also will help your journal either deepen or can do you find that people can still have depth in their journal and have a pure character through christ even if they're not as familiar in scriptures to give people encouragement in either way
0: yeah i think i think once you when you know the word of the lord and you know the word of god it only heightens we talk about heightening a lot it only heightens the power of his character in the journal you know what i'm saying um i always find that the lord will use scripture in my journal to show me the power of it personally in my life um and then how it's coming alive through his Holy Spirit activating that that scripture you know in my life like when I journaled in this course on um you know Isaiah 26 and it was you know those whose imagination is stayed on the Holy Spirit or stayed on the Lord he shall be kept in perfect peace now, the Lord put that scripture in when he was talking to me, but then he said, this is how this scripture comes alive. This is how I want you to keep your imagination focused and stayed on me. So it wasn't just an injection of ai am going to teach you a principle. It was this is how you're going to actuate it every day of your life from this moment forth with this revelation. I think that's a really, really powerful thing with scriptures. I think we can do what Dr. Robbins said we can inject scriptures into our journals and get caught up in the scripture being the teaching. Yeah. Let me teach you about this word. Yeah. But remember, it's a conversation. Yeah. So conversation is always personal. As
2: I said, it's not an instruction. Book. No, it's not
0: an instruction manual. No, no. manual. Yeah, that was it's so helpful. It,
2: and it's not a, fil- a form you fill out. But what we have to see with it, as I said, when I said it's a love story or it's a love letter, um, when you're writing something like that to someone, you're not like you would be normally if you were writing something else. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's, it's It has a purpose, a specific purpose. And so you should become sort of more into it, more involved in it, more um, out of your norm and into something deeper.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Before before we go on break, I just want to say this is something that I said and I think it's really powerful. Journals are not letters to the church, meaning it's not to the church of Nathan, I know your works and I know your fruit. That's not how God wants to speak no. to you. No. It's no. not the same kind of letter that Paul was writing to the churches as a letter of instruction and correction. But some of your journals are. And this is where we need to transition out into a relational dynamic because I've had journals in the past where if I read over them now, it's literally like, to the church of Nathan, Cassus. I know your works and I know your good fruit, but I want to address this, 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 and this. And that's so void of relationship. That's so void of conversation. But if you've got that relationship,
2: if you've got yeah. that, then you can have that. Exactly.
0: But that so takes, that the takes time. The
2: relationship first, then you can have that. Yeah. Because then again, that's based on relationship. Yeah. So, so again, as I said, it, it's a different type of investment.
3: Yeah. It really is. And you know, me being the theologian that I am, you can't take your journal as the same authority as like the scripture. You can't. And a lot of people get caught up in that. Well, you know, the Lord told me, look, you know, this is what He said. Okay, but that is not at a higher level of of authority than, say, the the Word of God itself, the the, the, the scriptures. So same rule applies to prophecy and any other revelation the, the bottom line is the scripture has to be our anchor and if anything is either in letter or spirit contrary to what the scripture is saying then you got to lay it aside yeah that's not to discourage people but don't make your journals the do all and end all of yes. your relationship you with god no. yeah it's 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 god's way of communicating with us and and, and you'll find that your your um, ability to hear the voice of the Lord will will be enhanced the more you, you practice this gift. It's really anointing, isn't it? But again, we always submit our journals on occasion to our accountability partners or to leaders so that they can help us to maybe adjust if there's a bit of an emotion that's going a little bit south or maybe you've got a revelation that needs to come back to the biblical principles just that's why the pastors are adamant to get us all accountable with the revelations that we're getting especially in the light of what's been going on lately with some of these doctrines that are coming forward um they're right they're right out Very of you scary. know out of space
2: that's really scary every day i hear a new concept and and i think I used to think that person had great, great depth and I'm not judging, but my God, the silly thing that was said, it's like all that depth, where'd it go into that one statement? Foolish.
0: Wow. Wow. Well, you didn't plan to go there, but it was good to do a recap. Yeah, it was good. It ties in with Pastor Tony's word because journaling is revelation yeah so there is a need for revelation there is a need for journaling but with like Pastor Tony just said with with Dr Tony just said with every relation and with every relation revelation has to be tested
1: yeah
0: okay and I think that that's security I mean if I didn't have my journals checked it would be a very insecure place by getting it tested it's not control it's actually security because like Pastor said you're able to get an injection of well, here's the perspective outside your world right mm-hmm.
2: now. It, it's okay to call us both pastor. You don't have yeah, to I call don't. us doctor. No, I just not. like calling
0: no, him doctor because I haven't called him doctor for... Oh, right. Well, well,
2: well, you well for you you you're going to confuse people if you call us doctor one minute and pastor the next.
3: I <laughs> know, yeah, yeah, I do fine. that all the time. But once you get your doctorate finalised, we, we can call the, the trade doc. This will be trade doc. Oh, my gosh. No, yeah. no, no, no.
0: I don't
3: think so. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think you don't so. think so? Nah, Three dogs. dogs. Three times dog. I think now we need to go to a break. Yeah, your, I think your, so. Your kingdom emotions are wearing off. We need to, go with, the, we need to check I our pictures right th- now. I think right that's going a
2: bit too far. Your yeah. kingdom emotions <laughs> are
0: wearing off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, guys, we're going to take a short break, see if kingdom coffee is open, you know, get to cheering and see if... We get some Kingdom coffee around here. And if you guys have any questions, then feel free to post them in the comment section. And we'll try to get to them as we'll try to get to them. I, I'm not going to make any promises. We'll try to get to them. We'll read them. And if it goes with the Holy Spirit. Flow and direction. Fast, I
2: can tell you. Yeah, yes, and we're knocking them off. Real I quick, know. These names yes, again. but yours
1: is doing that. Mine isn't doing that anymore. So I need to play with your iPad to figure out why yours is doing that. But it's staying. um Maybe
2: we need a doctor in the house.
1: Yes, we Can we get a a doctor? You know, or yours is already transitioning to the other universe. They're trying. Anywho, we're
0: gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna, and take we're take gonna, a gonna quick break. invite up. Dr. Na- I mean, Pastor Natalie. Pastor Natalie.
1: Pastor Natalie. Let's give us some runway music. while she comes no, Back. That's so... You get tempted to say a joke, but I don't think it's appropriate sometimes. Maybe another season, another day. Anywho! <laughs> um... Yeah, so we were just kind of recapping <clears throat> me. recapping um, the first portion of Kingdom Emotions. But we do have a thread that we're going to s- continue on from this point forward. And that thread is...
0: We're talking about um, <laughs> peace. Peace. Peace being your referee very important today. Yeah, and... Um, very important today. It goes along with, I believe, Pastor Tony's first segment about the need for revelation. And it also goes along with journaling because uh, if you're journaling right, then you will be at peace. Yeah. And you won't be questioning or in contention in your spirit. I talked tonight about um, a lot of the times in our thoughts... We have thoughts coming in and in the counseling world, they call it input. You're getting input from a lot of sources. And we need to uh, remember that we've been given a tool by the Holy Spirit that is actually like, and I gave the visual, because we're all about pictures at the moment. Um, that's like the bouncer at the door of your heart and at the the door of your mind. And, and that bouncer is peace. And peace is literally standing outside door and it is granting entry or not giving entry i think that's a great visual you put up based on how those things will allow peace to work in your heart so i told the class tonight uh the thoughts that come in you know like we, we talked about the thoughts of the future. We talked about the difference between fear and anxiety, and I can share that here. You know, fear is fear of the present, anxiety is fear of the future. And that's why, you know, in Philippians, we're told, be anxious for nothing, but in everything with thanksgiving and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. Well, how, do, how does that apply? And there's real key in that scripture of, of practical activation, I'll say this, and then I'll let I'll, I'll hear the panel comment. And it's so good to have Natalie back on with us. I love having. Right, her I was on. like, oh, sorry, Nat. I, per- I just want to I just wanna, um, praise that Natalie is very wise. Seriously, she'll say things. Pastor Robin will let us know. You know, she'll just say things in the pockets of that you least expect it, and it will be wisdom from God. And I I think that's awesome. But be anxious for nothing, but with everything and by prayer and supplication that you request to be made known to God, and the peace which passes all understanding of God will guard your hearts.
2: So there's the word guard.
0: Yeah. So it's like the bouncer.
2: The guard. Yeah. It's like the bouncer. Yeah. See, it's not something you're making up. It's actually in the Scriptures that peace will guard your heart.
0: Yes, definitely. So at the door. Multiple times.
2: At the door of any, uh, you know, function or something, you have a bouncer there, and they're guarding people coming in. So this is, if people really get that picture now, they can see it in a different way. Well, well, you know, it's not a choice to just have peace. Peace has a very, very specific purpose.
0: Yeah, and peace is not passive. No. Peace is an active active, active thing in your heart, and it's an active thing in life. But what's important about that scripture to do with anxiety, because a lot of pe- people live in anxiety and fall out of, in that, uh, that resting state of abiding in peace, because there's a key there in that scripture. Anxiety is fear of the future. And a lot of the time, our mind is focused on tomorrow, whereas peace focuses on today. Yeah. And, you know, and so how do, you, how do you curb that? Well, this is what I said to the class tonight. You, you start thanking God for the now moments. Yeah. And stop thinking about the, the tomorrow moments. Because peace will say, hang on. Remember that bouncer. Peace will say, hang on, this thought's coming in. And the bouncer says, no, 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 no. This is too far forward. This is too far forward. This is too future. You can't come in. Bouncer says, nope, you're not allowed entry. Then the next thought comes in that's present tense. Yep, you can come in. And that's how the Lord allows peace to be that guard. uh, Another word is referee. It's like the umpire. It tells you when you're off base or, you know, offside. And so I think it's really important because we have believed that peace is passive. And then here's the other dynamic that I didn't mention tonight, but the Lord's bringing it to my spirit now we thought peace is happiness Mm -hmm. and peace is not happiness. Peace is an inner knowing. Please catch this. Peace is an inner knowing. All right? Happiness is what the world will tell you is peace. But you can be in a crazy situation with everything falling apart around you and still be at peace. Well, that's what the Scripture says, doesn't it? The peace of God. Why don't you tell us?
3: Well, it passes understanding, so it it can't be a logical piece. No,
0: it can't be reasoning.
3: It's something, it's an inner knowing that God is in control and that if you have a healthy trust in God and you know his character and you've experienced his, his faithfulness, then it's like an anchor. You could be in a very tumultuous situation and still have this inner knowing that God is going to sort it all out, and I think so, all of us could do with more of that peace.
2: So, what's
3: that scripture? There's there's a couple. You mean about peace? Yes. And the peace of God will peace, pass. Peace, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the apostle Peter says that um, the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts. Actually, it was the apostle Paul who who, who mentioned that? And this is why you're bringing up the bodyguard. Peace can guard your heart, um, but it won't if you're trying to figure it out logically. And but this wanna, is where a lot of our anxiety lies. And
0: I, and I want to dive in deep here, right?
3: Because you said about anxiety being our way of trying to make or trying to convince ourselves that someone's on the case.
0: Yeah, like I said tonight, um, worry is the humanistic way of coping with God's stillness and silence <laughs> and worry is I have to have some kind of closure. Yeah, it's like a filling. To know it's like a filling. To know that something's being done. Yeah. So by me worrying, I'm reassuring yeah, I'm myself you. that something's being done. Even though I can't see it, so by my by my worrying I can convince myself that, you know, there's progress. Yeah. And this is why he says right. no be still. But I want to go to this important point. I didn't get to mention this in the class, but I want to bring it up. Why did Jesus say to the storm, Peace be still? See, why didn't he get up and say, I rebuke you? Why didn't why did he choose those words? I want to open that up. I have a I have an understanding, but I want us to dive in. You know, when he was on the waves, why I want to pick your brain, Dr. Tony. Why did why do you think he said peace, be still? Because that's a weird way to rebuke something.
3: Well, he spoke what he wanted the outcome to be. Mm-hmm. He wanted the sea to be peaceful. The winds that were throwing up the waves were possibly, or I believe they were demonically energised. Mm-hmm. Um, Satan was trying to sink them, literally end his ministry and the apostles and prevent him from also delivering the demoniac, which yep. ended up being a gateway to ten cities in Decapolis. Yeah. Right? But uh, he, he said two things, peace, and then he said, be still. Mm-hmm. So he he basically said, this is the outcome that I want, which is peace, and then he commanded the wind and the waves to still themselves. So I'm, I'm really... I really don't have a theology on that. Maybe you could help me. I don't know. Go for it. Go for it. Can I
1: just add? This is just a random thought. Because I believe sometimes, like you said, we look for peace in the wrong places. And if, if I'm getting a visual of peace being like a bodyguard where he's analyzing or assessing this thought, assessing that thought, to me... It tells me that peace needed a direction in the being still because if you're if a lot of things are happening all at once yes so it's like giving peace a direction It was like I know that thought may be coming and even though yeah you should tell it that's not here and that situation is coming and I know you should tell them you know that's not there I, but I need you to be centered right now to, in order to get the directive to go
3: to the other side or whatever. That's that's wonderful. I've I got I'll, one good spin on it before you do. All right, all right. Maybe I'll hit it on the target. Go ahead, Dr. Right? Maybe Tom, you will. If we picture the sea as our minds, mm-hmm. right, I could connect it with when Paul says not being tossed about by every wind of anxiety. I know he says every wind of doctrine there. yeah but the word tossed about by every wind. It's the wind that stirs up the sea. Mm. And when you're being insecure and anxious, every negative thought that could mm-hmm. possibly
2: I'm going to come from
3: a different I know you Add are. to that. I think you're on the same It's way like your, your brain is the sea and the devil is just blowing up every scenario. It's true. That's negative and you're going to die, you're going to go broke, you're, you're not going to make it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I'm throwing that one in
0: there. No, that's another facet of it. Pastor? What about Natalie? Natalie? Um, what do you think? Why did he say peace? I didn't come do on
4: before,
0: so I can't control. No, you yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, that's a lie. <laughs> From
4: the, oh,
1: the, no, the,
0: the 12 part. eyes that we <laughs> old kingdom. No, God, God, my right. old
4: kingdom. Um, uh, what Pastor Tony was saying to do with like declaring what it is when it's not what it uh-huh. is, like, I think I can probably see that. Um, but, <laughs> <Rather than smiling. laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, but, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, um where's it going? I think I, I just see the command of the Lord of, of like, his, his, his. his mastery of what of his creation or of what what he, of who he is over, over, uh, over uh, 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 you start
0: you're starting you're starting to get hotter
4: oh okay thank you Jesus <laughs> but that's how I see he's declaring it like he has the authority over that ocean so he's declaring what it is
2: yeah but can I just say you div- you're all diverting here we go because um, we're oh, talking oh. about why did he say Peace, be still. Right. Now you come from the sea, and you're coming from God's creation. And where did you come uh, from? I don't even remember.
1: I just I <laughs> know <Bouncer>. it's <laughs> like the bouncer of giving peace a directive okay. instead of being glittering no. here no. and glittering
2: there. Let's go back to the word peace. Okay, take us. Because this. that's what he's asking. That's the question he says. Why did he use that word peace? See, I've looked over the word again. Why? (laughs) And then say, be still. Because the elements of peace and be still, they work together, you see. You've got to know that, you see. Peace had a power. It has a presence and a power that Mm -hmm. no one can understand. The peace of God beyond understanding Mm -hmm. of man. She's going there. And so there was no need to rebuke it. There was only a need to say the word that would respond to it, you see. Peace is beyond understanding, Mm -hmm. Mm
5: -hmm.
2: you see. And you have to see the presence of peace, how powerful that word peace is. That's the key that I see. And that is why. Mm -hmm. Because peace once was said, would be responded to because of its ability to bring that calm.
0: Yeah. So to take it now to the final, because that's exactly what it is, the frequency of the, of the universe, of creation, is the voice of God, which is love. Yeah. Now you have to remember, he rebuked the wind and the waves as a personality. Yep. Right? So I believe, and it it was taught to me through this course, by standing up and addressing that personality of the wind and the waves of his creation and saying, peace, be still, he was reminding the creation of the bouncer, because Satan stirred up the creation. Yeah. So even creation was being reminded you are to be guarded by who I am, which is peace.
2: And, and you, you've come from that. Mm. But I'm coming from the fact that when the thing that needed to be reminded was the atmosphere, that peace has that ability. And that
0: power. Exactly. And that power. Because if you listen to the disciples' confession after they said, who is this? that even the wind and the waves obey him. Yeah. The wind and the waves on that day got a reminder of who peace is. Because Satan because Satan can come into creation. He's in the atmosphere. He can come into creation and stir it up. He stirred up the waves. He stirred yeah. up the storm. And he was trying to use creation against the creator. Yeah, and when the creator stood up on the bow of the boat, oh, this is good. and went, "Peace, be still," that wave recognized the very voice that spoken The f- frequency of, the that, very word frequency
2: ah, of that, that word peace. The very frequency that word
0: into existence. And it and it checked itself. It went, whoa. But
2: pastor, it had its own whoa. frequency. There it, it is. It had its own frequency. This is it, peace If had he its had own said,
0: frequency.
2: If he had said, I rebuke you. It,
0: it would have been a different frequency. It would have been
2: a different frequency and it would have been something maybe a different result but that frequency brought about
0: what it is, peace. And so why I tie that in is because every trial and every circumstance and every test has a frequency that can only be triggered by peace. It has a wind and a wave that can only be triggered by the frequency of peace. It can't be triggered by warfare. It can't be triggered by spiritual intercession. No, it can't be triggered by you getting down on your knees and fasting for five days and praying. It can't. There's there's something in the trial that, that will only respond to the frequency of peace. So, Pastor, hit it right on the head. Yeah, because you asked that question. But we seldom find that frequency. Well,
2: see, I listen to oh, words, no and so the thing is, the key is. It's beyond understanding. Yeah. See, you said it. Peace can perform in turmoil.
5: Yes. Uh, uh,
2: uh. It has its own frequency. That just hit me. Hard. No,
1: you gotta repeat that last Jim. Say it Peace again.
2: Can perform through a turmoil. Ooh. Come on, prophet. It does because that's why he says you can't understand peace that God gives you. That peace that God gives you is beyond understanding. It And you could be in the middle of turmoil and peace has a frequency that you're not going to understand that just brings a calm. But it's not peace of the
0: world it's the peace of
2: god yes and
0: this is what i was trying to bring the correlation we think that the frequency is happiness yes catch what i'm saying we think that the frequency is happiness to end the trial Mm. but you can still be going through and have peace and peace will trigger something in that trial that only peace can speak to so there's a frequency of that wind and wave that will only respond to peace it won't respond to anything else and remember god puts those things in place because trials are so that we are schooling for ruling training yeah. for reigning we've got to get that bigger picture so yeah. i'm glad that pastor said that because when jesus stood up he reminded that wind and the wave hang on i'm the voice that spoke you into existence yeah. And I'm the voice that's causing you to vibrate right now. And I'm just going to remind you, I'm going to guard you right now and show you your limitation. Yeah. So peace is very involved with bringing yeah. the limit of the work of the enemy.
2: It's, it's, it's limiting it. It's good. Yeah, limiting it. But it, it's like the, the, the scriptures that speak about he lives in the praises of his people. Yeah. Now... And when we say we, and I'm I'm not changing the subject, but I'm showing another analogy, and that is that uh, you know uh, we we praise and we wonder why we praise, because the frequency of him living in the praises is there, you see, and we say why do we praise? Because you want him to live in that place. When you're praising, you want him to live in that place of praise. So it's a frequency again.
0: I'm still on the place. Pastor Tony's going to go and move the car. Peace out.
3: Peace out, Pastor Tony.
0: Peace out, Pastor Tony. Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Take your chair with you, Pastor. (laughs) Take your chair, Pastor. (laughs) Take your chair. Take the chair. Um.
1: Listen, I'm I am living off of the this this analogy of them being in a boat we had last week, where I was just thriving off of that visual of them being in the boat, no, yeah, the going side. to the other side. Now we're talking about the peace and the freak. Fring- Listen,
2: wow, I, of course, no, there's no. purpose. I love it. There's always purpose in what the Lord is saying. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just say something because it's a good idea. It has purpose. It has um, solidness about it, and it has answers. Yeah.
0: And the mm. fact that, you know, everything in Scripture, it's it's prophetic, you know, um, like I said, uh, we have to change our understanding of peace peace is a it's a bouncer it's a limiter it limits satan's work from moving forward
2: it it doesn't
0: it it doesn't stop it because that's where your warfare comes in that's where your authority comes in but it limits satan's work in your heart and in your soul and it says no no more entry but if if it, and I don't like always bringing Satan into it
2: because we can see enough in what we say God that sees in it. Yeah. But in this, when when that frequency is released, we mightn't understand it yeah. because it's, it's, we don't have that understanding of it. But the devil knows. Yes. He knows yeah. straight away. That frequency hits him right between the eyes and his ears begin to ring.
1: Yep. That reminds me. Sorry, let me let your gym finish. That reminds me of something we talked about you one portal. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
2: because I said two things. Between the eyes but in the ears ringing. Frequency could cause a ringing in
1: your ears. Oh, Lord. This... Do you think, and this could go to anyone here, about us having peace, peace is there, but do we, I'll say fire peace, do we fire the bouncer in scenarios? Meaning, we talked about wavering in our emotions from that knowing, we tend to start to wavering, waver. So is that something that because we don't understand peace can that be deceived out of us does that make sense i'm trying to ask it in a way that makes sense i,
4: I was i was thinking when you guys are talking sometimes i can have like um an idea or i've analyzed like we we're talking before i've analyzed a way through a situation but it's not at peace yet i know like it would work out this way but it doesn't seem like it's come from a the Holy Spirit or from a peaceful place in me. So I feel like I have to stop and still wait and get the peace from the Lord before I move forward. Even if, so instead of firing that um, peace, I would instead go to the peace until I can get the confirmation or like the more creative solution from the Holy Spirit.
1: Right, so I guess your example just
2: brought up the question. Peace is not something you put on. Thank you. Thank you. This is what I'm trying to bring home. You're saying you put it on. You do not put peace on. It's like it's released. Right. It's released into the atmosphere as a frequency. Because peace is a power, a power word. If you want to say Mm. that, it's Mm. a power. Love's a power word. Peace is
0: Jesus. Yeah, you know, and so he's
2: the peacemaker. Yeah, you don't.
0: This is what we got to. We got to bring our reality and our concept of peace. We do put on peace, yes, and then we take it off. No, 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 no. And you don't put on Jesus and take him off. Right. No. You don't put on love and take it off. Right. But we've separated peace from Jesus, and that's mm, why. Mm. That's why when he, <laughs> again, I say, that's why when he said peace be still, he was literally saying, him, me. I'm peace, now be still. Mm -hmm. He was just using his own name Mm. against the wind and the waves. Mm. Yeah. And reminding them. And
2: the word, uh, you know, he's peacemaker. Yeah. So he makes peace. Yeah. But he's the maker of peace. Yeah. Can you see? He's peace. Mm. But he's the maker of peace. Yeah. In the atmosphere. He's the maker of peace. You see, even you could say um, you know the beatitudes it's as uh, blessed are the peacemakers yep. now okay, for they shall see God. Mm-hmm. Wow he's tied up peace is tied up with God's appearance.
5: Mm. Yeah, wow. you see what I'm saying yeah,
2: wow. and so but then of course you know we added a little bit just in our hearts to the word everywhere. Yeah. So the atmosphere everywhere, when you
0: see God, you see that
2: frequency of peace everywhere.
0: Everywhere. And um, to say what you were saying, Chanel, (laughs) let that land, um, one thing that I didn't mention tonight, but it's very, very important, is because peace is not put on and because peace is not temporary, catch what I'm saying, peace is not temporary... we've treated it as it is that it is temporary it's a state that we go in and out of or a goal that we want to attain peace is a person and because of that the thing that kills peace is when you try to live in it periodically rather than live in constant peace.
2: That would be like living in and out of God, yeah. the Lord, every day. Lord, you know? I need
0: your peace right now. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. What, yeah. you don't need it, 27, 7 like jacket. I need to put on a, a, a yeah. jacket of peace right now.
0: Yeah, you get to the, and see, again, let's go back to the model, Jesus deliberately, deliberately went to the bottom of the bow of the boat. Yep. Now, why did he go to the bottom? you got to, like, you know, when you do a study on where he actually slept, he went to the bottom of the bottom of the boat. It's not easy to sleep at the bottom of the bottom of the boat. But yet he's there sleeping. (laughs) He says, and yet they're they're worried about flooding. They're worried about, you know, being, you know, capsized and overturned by water. So the bow is usually going to be the first place that gets flooded. Right? So what's Jesus saying through that? He's saying in order to get peace, He's got to go to the place where you fear the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst. And you've got to trust him that he's able to fall asleep there and still be in control.
2: And and we know that as he was in the bow of the boat, uh, lying at the bottom of the boat, uh, that's where the water congregates. When something goes over, you know it always congregates the hardest part to get the water out of, yeah. And he's lying there, so guess what? It was probably swimming in water, yeah. But the atmosphere for him was full of his presence of peace. There it is, you know, and and so it's not something we do. It's not something we put on. It's not something we attain to. It's all about you can't understand it. It's beyond your understanding that peace of God is beyond your understanding, beyond mine. But that which he created, the wind, the water, even the devil, had to shut his mouth because peace was a frequency that got ringing in his ear. Didn't ring in the disciples' ears, but it certainly rung in the devil's ears.
0: Mm. And what's interesting is that, again, I go back to the bow of the boat. How does that apply to your life? Usually God has to take you to the most volatile part of where you feel mm-hmm. like he isn't gonna show up yes, to bring come you on. peace come on i'll say it again say it again see you want we we think peace comes at the at the surface level please catch what i'm saying we think peace comes on the surface level where the ships you know sails are with all the wind. But usually God has to take you deep, 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 down, 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 right into where the water is overcoming you and you feel like you're going to drown for you to activate the frequency of real peace. Because it's down there where he's saying, it's okay, child, we can go to sleep. I'm in control. I said I'd get you to the other side, so go to sleep with me. And the other thing is...
2: And the other thing is that uh, always always astounds me that he's lying at the bottom, the water's there. Don't wake him. Yeah, he wants He's you. not awake by the water flashing and hitting his face or whatever, you see. And it wasn't until uh, he uh, responded to them And you know what else didn't wake him? All the crashing of the water and the boat and the wind and the waves and none of that. And then when he heard the disciples, he said, right, okay, this is the frequency that needs to happen right away. Peace needs to be full of the air and the atmosphere and I'm filling it with me. When we say peace needs to be full of, well, we don't do it aside from him. He was the, the frequency and that's why the wind, the waves, the sea, uh-uh, this is our creator. Yeah, Whoa, I get the frequency. The water picked up on the frequency. The wind picked up on the frequency. The waves picked up on the frequency. Whoa, He can't. this is peace speaking.
0: And and the boundary was set. Peace sets the boundary. See, peace spoke to the creation that was being used by the devil to try and go beyond its set boundary. Yep. So peace stood up and said, peace. And by him saying that, he was saying, the boundary's set. Now. Don't go any further. Now, be still. Now, be still.
1: See, I need a new picture because I don't picture him saying peace that way, and that's probably the problem. No, he
0: he, he didn't go
1: peace. Right,
5: peace. Peace.
1: He still. didn't lullaby it.
0: Right. No, he said it with violence. He said peace. He Sorry, said, "I'm reminding you, wind and waves. I spoke you into existence, and this is where you'll stop." Mm. And the wind mm. and the waves, if they had a voice, were probably thinking, "Oh my lord, wow." Well, in, in a way,
2: they did. They had we, a frequency. Yeah,
0: we're, we're about to go beyond our boundary. We yeah. better do what he says. Yeah.
2: yeah the, he, he had a frequency, the wind and the waves. I'm and when,
0: question. can I just say I one second? When you do that in your warfare, when you stand up and go, peace. Be still. You say to the enemy, I'm reminding you. You can't stir this anymore. You can't use Mm, people. mm, You can't mm, use the circumstance. mm. You can't use my boss. You can't use people at church because the boundary's been set. Come on. Again, and you go back to it's reminded
2: by ringing it, piercing ringing in the devil's ears, in the demon's ears that are playing with it, playing with the weather, playing with the... The wind playing with the waves. Yeah, weather warfare. And yeah, it certainly was. But the screeching sound of the of that um, that sound, Mm -hmm. that sound, you see, was tormenting to them. It wasn't like they just said, "Oh yes, okay, we obey." Right. You know, stop. You know, no. Everything that was involved in it with the frequency of that word peace, because he is peace, not a part of peace, right. he is. And so that frequency just tormented. It had to just stop. It was in torment. Go ahead,
4: Yeah, but just my question, um, I guess we're different to the disciples now because we know who Jesus is, but. Like, cause you're saying not to wake Jesus. Is that would they have been better to not wake Jesus and rode out the storm, or like if it's coming from us, like people that that know who the Lord is now, would we be better to wake Jesus in faith, asking Him to calm the storm? Like, how would be a better mm. a better way to approach a storm, knowing who the Lord is? I guess, and He's I don't know if He's asleep, cause I know sometimes we need yeah. to awaken the Lord's approach. I don't I don't know. I'm well, asking. Well, re-
0: well, see. In this one, it's different because he rebuked them. Okay. He said, "Your faith, where is it?" Okay. He said, "You know." And so I believe. I believe. I knew I'd get you there. Yeah. And Pastor Tony has Hmm. taught this many times. He was waiting for them
4: to rebuke the storm.
2: To
0: get up and rebuke the storm. I was
4: wondering that. Yeah. Okay.
0: But in order for them to do that, they had to believe that they had the King of Kings Jesus, yeah. and the Lord of Lords in the boat with them. Okay. Not just a good man. Not just a good man, not just another prophet. Okay. And that's why their confession was, who is this? Mm. That mm. the wind and the waves obey him.
4: So it's like coming out of that, that yeah. childhood faith, coming into more your, knowing your authority mm. instead. But it's only through Christ, obviously. Yeah. But, but here's, the, here's right the key out.
0: of compassion. Jesus didn't get. This is what I love about this story. Jesus didn't get woke by the tossing of the barrels in the in the boat.
5: Nope.
0: He didn't get um, you know um, woken up by, by the wind the and the waves. He didn't get woken up by the water that would have been at his feet, coming up to his knees, wetting him. Yeah. What woke him up?
2: Swimming in. It. <laughs>
0: what woke him up? The
2: disciples.
0: Their voice. Their voice. You said this before, so I would to cheat it. So I their exactly. voice, their voice. That is the only thing that woke him up, and he had compassion on them in that moment because he said, "Right, you still haven't got it. You still haven't seen who's in the boat with you." Yeah,
2: and that. And by the way, just just on a slight issue here, they weren't uh, the enemy, even though. Everything was not coming against Jesus. It wasn't. You see, it was pushing the disciples to yes. the limit. Mm. The devil. Yeah, this is important. Re- say that. It was pushing the disciples to the limit. It was not uh, like uh, we're going to show you who we are, Jesus. It was right. Shake these boys, Mm. the enemy, shake orders, shake these boys, shake them, you see. And that's what you need to see. Jesus could have just slept all the way through. They still could have got there. But the whole mandate was on those disciples.
0: And Pastor, to back up what you're saying, again, we have to remember the culture. These were fishermen. Yeah,
4: exactly.
0: Storms were the thing that they dreaded the most. That's right. They would have feared those storms. They would have been, you know, experienced through them. But in those days, fishermen, just like fishermen today, go out in the sea. And that's that's the way that they fear dying, being caught, left out at sea. So he had to address, again... He had to reveal himself through their most inner fear and say, I'm greater than your most inner fear. I'm peace. And when I stand up, everything is still. Everything is still, including your most inner fear, your most inner picture of what could be the worst going wrong. When I stand up, everything is still. And that's what, again, peace is that bouncer. It's the guard. The peace of God, which guards your heart mm. in Christ Jesus. And it's even in Isaiah that said, whose mind is stayed on you, perfect you peace. shall keep him in perfect peace. Mm. Who's ima- the word there in Hebrew is imagination. Whose imagination is stayed on you. Their imagination wasn't stayed on him. Yeah. See, so peace
2: and presence of God, others come together. Uh. Uh. It's when you when you mention peace, is always a leading to the presence of the Lord. Yes. Always.
0: Wow. Wow.
2: Wow. This is what we, we're not seeing. And, and, and let's go back to how we can apply it today here. Uh, we have a lot of fear going on in the world today. And I know fear... Um, I see that fear can be the opposite of peace Mm -hmm. in a way, you see. And peace is always attached to God's presence. Mm. And we don't realise that if we allow that frequency of peace in situations, then we get the presence of God. You understand wow. that? Yes. Yeah, because everything keeps him in perfect peace, and what's the scripture? Whose mind is stayed mm-hmm. on the Lord, mm. and the other part is that um, just the you know the beatitude, which is you know blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall what see God, see again presence. Peace. Same thing. Mm, Do you understand? Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a frequency yeah. that brings the presence of God. Mm. Wow. I this think is really landing. Just think about that, but yeah. maybe we'll go for a break. Yes. We'll come back and yeah. let's get a drink of water or something.
1: Yeah, we'll go for a short break um, because I want to draw out something else, uh, Pastor Nathan. Mention with that idleness, because that really spoke to me today too. And I think that's why we have so many winds and storms, because there is a lot of idle minds there um, that are creating these storms in itself. I know that you know. I take that as testimony in my own confession. But anywho, we're gonna go to a quick break. It's be very short. If you guys have questions, please start to post your questions in the comment box uh, i can still see them dr robbins is disappearing into some i uh, know i'm just metaverse checking okay to see if there is any okay questions. cool uh, so we're we're live we're awake we can see your questions so if you have questions oh and little alex had a question that i think it'll be good for him to okay. ask cuz it was a really good question um to hit, give him clarity so guys we'll be right back in the next few minutes.
2: No questions.
1: I'm pushing all these burdens. Be still. have be still. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that definitely just gave me so much encouragement to look for him as peace. And again, that, bit about taking it on and off. It's just been a blessing. But I know you're busting at the seams, Dr. Robin. I don't want to- just have
2: something that I need to share.
1: Go for it. it. And
2: it's, uh, it's to do with the word peace, okay? And I wanted to say some words make the devil tremble. Because there is a frequency of certain words, they can ring in the ear of the devil and torment the demons, you see. Because when that word is spoken, God's presence is there. Do you understand? Why do I say that? Because you can only because there are certain words that you associate with God's presence certain words and that brings the presence mm. and the devil knows that when that frequency of that word is spoken the presence of God is there
0: yes yes
2: because we know Jesus to be the peacemaker yes. okay All right, then we know that God is love. So when that's operating, there's the presence. And there's other words, the faithful one, faith. See, these words the devil trembles at. You see, he doesn't want the presence of God there. He didn't want the presence of God on that boat. He didn't want the presence of God in that water oh, Jesus, or um, in that wind or those waves. He, he just didn't want it. He was wanting to get the disciples to jump overboard yes. and that they wouldn't get to the other side.
0: Right. There it is. And Pastor, what you said is so true because scientifically each thing from the kingdom has a frequency that's different love vibrates at a different rate than peace that's right peace vibrates at a different rate than yes. faith I'm going to get real real scientific fear vibrates at a different rate I'm than picking rejection.
2: up what you're in your courses I'm and so, learning yeah. more and more
0: and so those how do I frame this Lord those demonic assignments Because remember, hell is a counterfeit of heaven. So those demonic entities and assignments that have been programmed by hell to counteract the frequency of vibration of peace can only respond and be broken when peace vibrates at that counteraction frequency. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like the visual is this. On that day the devil sent specific hordes of hell into the wind and the waves. He didn't just send any.
2: No, it was He sent hurricane.
0: specific assignments of spirits to stir up the wind and the waves because he knew, and Jesus knew what frequency was stirring up the wind and the waves, and he got up and he addressed it. And this is important because... If we're going to overcome we have to know what frequency the spirit is vibrating yes. for what Come moment to stir on. his yes. presence because sometimes we try to apply peace when it's love that's going to bring down the altars this is this is why we have to
2: concentrate on the word
0: yeah that that was spoken yeah
2: because uh, again sometimes we try to apply love when it's peace yeah. see the opposite, maybe in the world, you might say peace or panic, yeah. and the panic was jump overboard, yeah. save yourself. Yeah. You see, that's not what God, the devil wanted. He didn't want peace. He wanted them to jump overboard because saying peace brought God's presence, and he didn't want that. Yeah. He didn't want that yeah. because that. Uh, we're talking about him saying, I'll get you to the other side. You see, again, the presence of the Lord in that. You see, no matter what you're going through, I'll get you to the other side. I'll get you there. Remember I promised, I'll get you there. Please be still, I'll get you there.
0: And what is, now let's move to the, we talked about intention. What is the intention of the peacemaker, peace, Jesus, in in the middle of the storm. He, a lot of Christians believe that peace is the end of the trial. Yes. Agree. If I could just get peace, everything will be over. Agree. But, but that wasn't peace's intention. No. Peace's intention was to reveal who he was. Yeah. The presence of God. So what is peace's intention in your life, in your trial, in your circumstance? It's not to end your trial. It's to reveal his presence and his person. Yeah, his
2: presence, yeah. His presence first, then his purpose second.
0: But we've made it, if I could just get peace, everything will be over. no. That's not what peace is about.
2: And that's when we stop that thing and say, well, in the middle of turmoil. So turmoil can happen and you can experience the peace of God. So just because you're experiencing the peace of God doesn't mean the turmoil on the outside is going to stop.
0: And I apply it to today's situation. If you're waiting for everything to get normal again, to have peace... It's not going to happen. You're waiting for everything to go back to how it was and no more, you know, fighting these mandates and no more, you know, losing this and no more having to be challenged with this to have peace. No, peace's intention is to reveal who he is and where his presence is. Peace is not going to end the trial for you.
4: It shows, that means we have to be the peace so people can see the light, basically. Yeah, in wow. The, where they are, the, yep. who Jesus is, yeah.
0: Because otherwise you're treating peace like an escape. Mm. And it's not. Peace is not your escape. Well, it's even one a bit more than that. We
2: are not the peace, but we have the peace within us, yeah. the maker peace. of yeah. peace. We have peace maker in us. That's what we rather than be it because that's too much like religion again yeah. Oh, yeah. but we need to allow allow and work with the peacemaker to come forward
0: and flow through us
2: and blow through it in the situation where we're in yep. yeah in that turmoil situation let that peacemaker walk through but where does it come from from within us yeah. He's not going to come beside us and he's not going to come flying down from heaven and he's going to come from within us. Like that river of living water bubbling up from within us.
0: And on an emotional level, going back to this level, it's from within you. Please catch this, it's so important. It's from within you that the referee stands up, not from without. Yes. So that means it's not from what you see based on your five senses that you determine what is a peaceful thing or not. It's from what comes from bubbling up within you. Mm. And the Lord gave me this while I was was in the bathroom. I said, Lord, he said, Nathan, peace that comes in pieces is not peace. Because my presence doesn't come in pieces.
2: No. My love and
0: doesn't come in pieces. My hope doesn't come in pieces. I am love. I am peace. I am but, hope. But God is not in pieces. No. And so he's not a piece of anything. Nope. He's the whole portion,
2: you see. But they, this is so important because it always leads back to abiding in Christ. So does. All the time. There's no
0: other way.
1: Man, I mean, and there leads are many. Back pictures going through my head about this and just but it's i just sometimes also feel like again that the way we i'll say share peace or the world share peace because i know a lot of times we've trying to i'll say convince others to have peace during this storm but but that's peace not the same is thing not
2: the word that we that you apply out there Right. Peace is not, you know, peace is not the word you play out there. Mm-hmm. You can peace comes with presence. Right. Yeah. You can't separate them. You see, but they're always talking about calming. Yes. yes. Calming the situation. Mm. Yeah.
0: Mhm. They just want calm. They just want ease. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's you know. But ease is not peace. Calm is not peace.
4: It's the knowing.
0: Yeah, it's the inner knowing. Peace is the inner knowing. And that's why it is the guard. It's the bouncer. Mm. For your thoughts especially. If you let peace be the bouncer, it will let you know what to think. Oh, my goodness. That analogy helped me so much. Because it will say, nope, sorry, you can't come any further. You're not going to encourage me. You're not going to let me do what I need to do. So I'm kicking you out. Right. Yeah. Love, faith, hope. Yeah. Go and bring your friends. Come on. <laughs> right. You know? and, Let's have a party. Yeah. Again, you know, you use the uh, the
2: picture of the bounce. You know the um, what referee. It? The, yeah. No more than that. When they st- bounce up the bouncer. The bouncer. Yeah. The bouncer you, you use that picture, right? But we don't bounce ourselves. Mm. It was that which comes from within us yes. bounces anything from coming yeah. in mm-hmm. that is not beginning a presence of God.
1: Mm. I love that. It's blessing me so much. I just keep getting vivid imagery of it. I love it. Um, well, guys, I mean, we've been going for yeah, some did. time, so I just wanted to check in to see what you guys are feeling led to do. I had mentioned when you were gone um passionate about that idleness in the mind but i am sure that can be saved for another time because yeah. we're going to need to talk about that eventually uh, um too, too tight. That it? it was the one when he was saying about you know we we are too idle in our thinking in oh, a okay. uh, sense
0: oh yeah that's that's tied to not having mm-hmm. peace because we're so yes we're so idle in our thinking that. We're able to get anxious.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: but, but I think, I think we'll, we'll we'll cover that in maybe another one.
1: Right, but I think this kind of fulfilled that yeah. as Pastor Robin was bringing out like pieces him and his presence. Yep. So that alone kind of just ties that in. Like then you have no room to be idle if you need to be in his presence. Yeah. And if you need it, be constant versus in and out. So those gems in itself cancels all that. No and more that, idleness. <laughs> Um I mm, I don't think I have any questions now. Um I think um but we did have little Alex that had a question. Okay. About something he told right. me and it's in my laptop, but I think he said he remembers. So we're going to invite
2: he wants to give the question.
1: Sure. He wants to give the question. So you can, he can use over
4: near Nate. Oh,
1: no. okay. Yeah, there you go.
4: My question was, how is the devil's faith fear unless how um, how can we how so how come sometimes we believe in his faith, though?
1: So what he asked was, yes, how is the devil able to have faith, which is fear, but yet be fearful of God? Say that again. How is the, the devil in his terminology able to have faith, mm-hmm. which is actual fear? Mm-hmm. But yet, be fearful of God.
0: The devil be fearful of God. Yes.
1: So, how can he have it? In one sense, it's faith, Mm -hmm. because we give him that. But in another sense, he experiences it as a negative thing.
2: Because um, you have to understand how things work. Mm. Uh, Fear is like a currency that the devil has, we have love, he has fear, okay? You can't work with nothing. You've got to have something Mm. to work with. That's good. So the devil has things that he works with. And fear is one of his currencies or one of what we would call the negative of faith, fear. So he works with fear like God works with faith. Okay. Now, I hope that helped. Yeah. Now, the last part of that is you said something else. What did you say?
4: How can can say and fear God if he uh, has fear and faith?
0: There's a faith in fear
1: yeah if if Satan has fear as
2: his substance of faith mm-hmm. but how is he fear God? form of faith is not our form of faith oh. mm. he just believes in himself yep.
0: okay? Yeah.
2: okay so he's deluded to believe in himself so it looks like faith but it's not but the way he works with fear is if he can make everyone fear, it works just like God. If God can get everyone to have faith, miracles take place. If he, gets, if he works with fear, he can make people submit to him and demons do what he wants them to do because it's it's an action. You gotta have action. So whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, it's a form of action, something that you have to work with. You can't work with nothing. The devil can't work with nothing and neither can God. I hope that helped.
4: So we can't believe in ourselves?
0: Believe
2: in yourself.
0: You can believe in yourself because you have Christ in you.
2: Yeah. Oh, so what's the wrong way with
0: it? The- Believing in yourself apart from Christ is the wrong way. Oh. Believing that you have power, that you can do it. Yeah. And I go back to your other thing. Satan doesn't fear God. No. He complies with God. Yeah. I mean, he does what he's told, but he doesn't have a reverent fear of God. No. He's always mm. trying to push the boundary because he doesn't fear God.
2: So, but, but he has
0: to work with but something. But he has to work with
2: something. So his so form uses, of faith is fear. He uses fear as people.
0: his, It's he trade. the word is trade. He trades in it. It's like trading baseball cards. Satan says, right, you give me that card, right. I'll give you this card. And how we're going to exchange it is fear. I'll give you fear to believe this and you'll give me fear to agree with it. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay? Good That's, question. That was good a deep question, question, Alan. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I know you're probably going to need to portal soon, but oh, wow. it's all right. That was part one. No,
2: I think I think we might have answered that, didn't we, Alex? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: He always has follow-up questions after you've answered the first no, one, so that's, that's good. Fine. That's what I mean. I, I got, <laughs> He's going to need a
2: portal about it. We need <laughs> to uh, be able to be challenged yes. and, and you know stretch with this. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's sometimes probably a good question that adults would ask. Yeah. And they don't have the answer for it. Yeah. And he he stood out there and asked the question. Yeah. So possibly now there's adults that are saying, gee, I'm glad Alex asked that and <laughs> right. I didn't have to ask it. Right. Because he that's okay that's fine but do you We're understand closing, yes. what i'm saying i'm right. sure that that whew, glad alex asked that that, that i'm glad it, you know i didn't have to ask it i right. could just get the answer for it
1: <laughs> exactly like we have these questions like these questions you really don't think about on a regular but like you're like well i should be mature enough to know this but sometimes these kids ask this question kids down can i just tell you it's a lot of pressure because i'm like um so let's go to the Bible together and answer it because <laughs> I don't know what to tell you right
2: the, now. But the devil really definitely good. uses fear. Yeah. He uses fear.
0: He trades in um, it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it, But I, I don't know that he's pleased with fear. Mm. Uh, I think we all should think about that. Because God, but the devil's not pleased with anything. No. So he's certainly not pleased with fear. He uses.
0: Yeah, it's no loyalty. No, in it's
2: the not kingdom. even a loyalty to
0: the word. Yeah, for him to be pleased means he would have to have love.
2: Yeah.
0: So yeah. he can't. No. Like I said tonight, like there's no love in him. When we were talking about the journaling, I said to the guys, Satan's not going to tell you he loves you. No. He's not even gonna lie to tell you that he loves you. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Like to say love doesn't compute. Right. Even his, even this self-love, self-love. All his followers. There's no such word as love. That you know the facet of Satan and his character of getting you to think about yourself and live for yourself. There's no love in that. It's all about lust. It's all about you being the center of you. The biggest thing. Love says others are the center. The biggest thing. So there's no contemplating Satan and love together. I
2: I was talking with Deborah the other day and uh, she said to me, she said, Pastor, why does the devil, you know, she was sort of saying, You know, he's he's like a fool. He puts himself out there. He's he's got to be in. He's got to have you know symbols, and there's got he's got to be up there in front and showing his his plans. He shows his plans before he does them. You see, and so she said to me. She said, "He's like he's a fool for this," but I tell you. This is a major key that the Lord gave to me the other day. He must be worshipped. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He must be worshipped. That is the thing with the devil. He must be worshipped. That's what he lives off. Homage. Yeah. Homage. He must be worshipped. That's why he puts it out there. That's why he shows it to you before it happened. That's why he totally exposes himself. And when he comes to the surface, he risks losing. Mm. You're that, you yep. understand? Yep. He, when he's on the surface, when he's showing everything, he's risking everything, his exposure but he's driven by being worshipped.
0: Wow. there ain't no peace in that. We need to come to an end. Well guys, I know, I don't know about
1: y'all, but... <laughs> Are you at peace?
0: Right.
2: <laughs> <been laughs> I mean, was that all choppy and stuff? No, reason.
0: it was such I a thing. I think we've unpacked feel. peace in a way that people have never understood it before.
2: I feel like I'm walking
0: yeah, away I with peace right now. I love that it's right not now, the, world yeah. the world peace. The world peace is like,
4: don't fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's totally Calm. wrong. That's You're not so peace. Wrong. Right. Yeah. Calm. So that we cleared that one off. The,
1: you burn and because sage Jesus will have, have you at get get peace and it have it. you fighting. Exactly. <laughs> 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 See, but no, that is so true. This is, that's a thing
0: too. Jesus will we have you at peace and have you fighting.
2: Not oh sitting my down, putting your
0: boots up, you know feet on the couch. he will have you at peace and who will have you at war? I got this.
2: Yeah.
1: We didn't talk. See, we didn't talk about that part. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, still thinking peace. Like, oh, well. I've got to And chilled. to me,
2: that is a move of God. Oh. That's where he catches him in the neck and tangles him up because he uses his vanity to catch him up. Because, you know it, we think sometimes that he stays down there and he's doing it all down in the dark but true worship he's got to come to the surface and he risks everything when he does it and thank god the lord made it that way so that that puts us as the head and not the tail
0: come on
1: I'm gonna leave that last Jim alone for now, because oh, <laughs> wow, just gonna put it on us like that, Pastor Nathan. Thanks. Okay, we'll talk about it next week. Anyway, guys, this has been another portal for you. Um, may it may you come in contact with the peacemaker himself and find that picture. We we have a few pictures to look at for our course and maybe we can add to this one if it if it's not already on there but what does him as peace look like in his name yeah sure
0: practical assignment because I love you in practical for those that are listening feel the Lord saying to you you need to find out what trial or what wind and wave is only going to respond to peace In your life this week because you're trying the wrong tool yeah it's not that love is wrong it's not that faith is wrong it's not that hope is wrong it's not being effective and something is only gonna give when you and I'm just gonna say this like go to sleep like Jesus did at the bottom of the boat knowing that he's in control that peace resonance will vibrate or you might need to stand up and say peace and remind creation who's the person that spoke it into existence and that peace will guard and will limit and draw the boundary of the work of the enemy and what he's trying to do in our lives so i think that's really practical way of putting it into existence
2: of god there
0: yeah because that peace will bring the presence (laughs) Once the boundary is set, the presence will be released. Yes. Definitely. So I hope that encourages you. Active homework you can do. Mm-hmm. Ask the Lord which areas you need to let peace resonate that maybe you haven't, because I'll be asking him that week this week for that.
1: Oh my gosh. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for tuning in to Portals. Thank you. We appreciate your support so much. Even more so when you apply these gems to your life and we see true transformation. Until next time, bye-bye now. Where's Ezekiel? He's coming, he coming. I
0: think I think get a mascot. Get. Go and get a mascot. I think, sister, yeah. no? I think his sister, yeah. Are you there,
4: Z-
1: Go, sticky go, go, sticky go, go. Oh, oh, that's good. Oh, go, go, sticky go. Head, shoulders, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes, head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes, eyes and ears
5: and mouth
1: Do
0: all three. If you're happy and you know it, do all three. If you're happy and you know it and you really ought to show it. If you're happy and you know it, do all three. Amen! Amen. Say good
1: night, guys. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Farewell to you, my friends.
0: See, he's the perfect example. You can be at war, (laughs) but be at peace.
1: Exactly. All right, bye, guys.